Hi there, guys. Welcome to a new episode of the Author Revolution podcast. I am your host, international best-selling indie author Carissa Andrews and CEO of Author Revolution, the author's source for all things rapid releasing. Okay, here we are, a brand new week and the very last one of April 2020, no less. <laughs> the weather here in Minnesota is finally starting to get nice out, and it's been in the 60s for the better part of this past week and even edging up into the 70s. For those of you who are unfamiliar with our area, this is a blessed relief and brings so much joy every year, not just when we're in a global pandemic and self-quarantining. <laughs> so people are out walking around, running, riding bikes, playing with dogs. We have been outside raking the yard because it's been a crazy mess and last year we didn't get to it, which uh, probably also would have been finished today if it had not been for the storms rolling through. So it is kind of what it is. but. At least it's a little bit warmer. In so many ways, it's just bliss. However, it does make it darn hard to concentrate on anything but wanting to get outside. But alas, I have a series to finish up, and Soul Legacy, book two of the Windhaven Witches, will be wrapping up this week. Thank goodness. Which actually brings us around very nicely to rapid releasing. Today, I want to talk about an aspect of rapid releasing that I know for a fact not all of you have considered even if you've already been working with a rapid release strategy. Are you ready? All right, that is collaborations. Now this can be done in a number of ways, which we'll discuss in just a minute. But to start you off, the two main ways to collaborate on rapid release series are either by co-authoring them or hiring a ghostwriter to be able to help you write your books faster. All right, so collaborations, no matter which route or which option you take, can provide a faster path for the author breakthroughs that we're all looking for, right guys? In many ways, it can be a starting point for relatively unknown writers to get seen and liked, especially when they team up with someone who's already made a name for themselves. Sometimes that happens a lot with authors who are just trying to get their own stuff out there too. They've made a name for themselves, but they want to increase their velocity. I know Shane Silvers has done this, where he has teamed up with new authors and pulled them on board. The sort of thing happens all the time. In addition, it can increase that velocity of your writing and publishing endeavors for yourself as well, which is really the whole purpose of rapid releasing, right? So at this point, you might be thinking, well, geez, Carissa, this sounds great. Where do I sign up? Well, not quite so fast. <laughs> Collaborations do come with a caveat and one that should not be taken lightly, at least in my humble opinion. As you enter in any kind of collaborative effort, whether it be with one person or 12 people, you need to ask yourself a very serious question. Can I work with this person for a long period of time? Maybe even decades. Of course, that all depends on if a series is really working and you want to keep it running. But if your answer to the question is, I actually have no idea, I just met them, or they're a close friend, of course I can live with them. Oh, I want you to hold up a moment. <laughs> do not, I repeat, do not jump into a business arrangement with anyone until you have some sort of basics sorted out. First of all, for the love of all that's holy, find out if your work styles are compatible before you go full steam ahead. There is nothing worse than being the one person in the partnership that has the chops to get it all done, but then has to carry the other person the whole way. That just, it's not great. It's not a partnership. It's now a burden, okay? It doesn't work in romantic partnerships, and it sure as hell is not going to work in a creative endeavor like shared series either. So please take heed. 
If you just met the person or if you're a friend and you're not quite sure about their work ethic because maybe you've only dealt with them in different capacities, why not turn it into a fun lesson of self-discovery? It's better than having to say something like, gee, I don't know about you. What's your work ethic like? Uh, You'll probably either get some indignant looks or a few tall tales that won't correlate to the truth anyway. Instead, why not hop into a personality test site like 16 Personalities together and then see what personality type you each have? Their test, 16 Personalities, is based off of the Myers-Briggs assessment, and it's totally free to take. In it, you'll learn a lot about the ways you operate and the types of people you work best with. Same for them. These types of tests are way harder to doctor and to try to kind of finagle around, so you can breathe a little easier knowing that they're pretty accurate on the reflection of yourself and the other person. So here's the thing. If you already know this person because you are a friend, but you also know that they don't have the best track record for following through, please cut your losses and run the other way, my friend. No, not on the friendship, just the collaboration. And here's why. Those same tendencies that bug you now as a friend will be magnified the moment you start working together. If they're not punctual, can't meet deadlines, and expect you to poke and prod them along, that is no fun. You'll resent them for being put in that position, and eventually they'll resent you for being so bossy. This in turn can only end with the collaborative partnership dissolving and maybe even your friendship too. So trust me, it's not worth the risk. Your friend can be one of the most incredibly creative minds you know, but if you can't work together, it will still end disastrously. Now, that being said, I will mention that there are some collaborative partnership with friends that can work even if your friend isn't as deadline-driven as you are. And we'll talk about those in a second. First, I really want you to take to heart what I'm saying about finding a collaborative partner, whether it be a co-author or a ghostwriter, who makes the job of writing fun, who makes it a joy. That's what writing is all about, isn't it? Having fun, maybe throwing a little self-reflection in there, a little surprise, mystery, but the good kinds. My hope for you, now and always, is that rapid releasing becomes a part of your strategy, but never to the detriment of your joy, okay? All right, so let's say that you have an accord. You and your new cohort have decided to move forward and give this thing a go. Well, now what? Well, the first thing that you're going to want to do is treat it like any other business arrangement so neither one of you feel like you're doing more of the work or getting the shaft. Treating it like the business arrangement it is will help you to lay the foundations of responsibility, timelines, expenses, reimbursements, and even lay out what you'll do if things take off big time or fail miserably. Once you come to an agreement and even sign a business contract, now's the time to get down to business and do the work. It might take time to develop your strategy for working together, but my biggest advice here in this area is to make sure that you lean on each other's strengths. If one of you is better at brainstorming the concept and the other is better at getting words on the page, make note of it. If one of you is better with numbers while the other person is better at social media, take advantage of that. In my experience, there are actually roughly six ways that you can collaborate on a series with a co-author or a ghostwriter. So let's go over those quick. The first one is through total collaboration. That means every single thing that you do, you do it together, including the writing. And you do this by opening up like a Google Doc and going to town at the same time. Yes, that means back and forth constantly with how you're crafting this manuscript. 
So ordinarily, I would recommend Scrivener for your writing, but in this case, I do make an exception because Scrivener just doesn't have the capabilities that Google Docs has for real-time communications and going back and forth this way. You can also use the chat function in Google Docs or open a Slack channel to talk back and forth, but just make sure that you don't let the discussions derail your progress. The goal here is to build with each other and to make the chapters the best that it can possibly be. The second way to collaborate is where one author outlines and the other author writes. This can be a huge time saver, especially if one author brainstorms creative plot lines and is able to world build better than the other. I would say put them to work. This one is also that good case where working with a friend who is a little less regimented might still work if you put them on task for something that isn't quite as demanding as writing the manuscript. So if partnering with that BFF is still on your agenda, but you're concerned about whether or not they can keep up, maybe ask them to do the outlining while you do the writing. That way, they could hypothetically get ahead of your writing schedule and have new outlines done for books down the road before you even get there. Third, each one of you can take different points of view. So your books can have different perspectives. So if meshing up your writing styles is kind of hard, why not separate them all together and just make use of the difference of the way that you guys write? Map out your story so that you know what's happening in each chapter before you start and allow each person to take on a different character's perspective. The story will feel more authentic, and then there will be no problem with the voices all sounding the same. Fourth, you can also write to your scene strengths. Now, I don't know about you, but writing action and fighting scenes is just not my forte. It just isn't. I can do it. Obviously, I do. But they slow me down as I try to describe what I'm seeing in my head, where If I put my characters in an awkward situation or make them uh, think about things that maybe they don't really want to be thinking about or feeling, I am so there. For whatever reason, I love writing that sort of stuff and I can get it down no problem. But trust me, whatever your strengths are, your partner will have their own. So leverage each other's scene strengths and then collaborate on any of those blurry edges. All right, number five you can go halfsies. This one's kind of interesting to me because I'm not quite sure how it would work unless both authors are in communication the whole time. I suppose it probably could work that way. Basically, what it is is that each author takes a half of the book and writes it out. So one, to ha- one author takes the front half, the other author takes the back half, and then they start writing. Then you go back and forth and blend it together, filling any plot holes or inconsistencies when everything is all said and done. I do think that in order for this to work well, that you'd have to have a super solid outline and be reading each other's work consistently so that you know exactly what one person's writing and where they're trying to go with the direction of it. With the way that I like to write my stories and allow kind of those little Easter eggs to unfold or maybe connections to draw themselves, I would have a very hard time with this particular one. But other authors out there, you might think this is a great way to go. So something to think about. All right, finally, the last one is really to have someone else ghostwrite for you. And this works really well if you're slow at writing or you're lacking the time to be able to get the books written and released as fast as you want. Any of you other authors out there with a bunch of kids in your house, mm, raise your hand, preach. (laughs) So when you hire a ghostwriter, this might actually end up helping you. They basically do not want the notoriety. They just want to know that they're going to get paid. And oftentimes they're going to write in a way that is maybe 
less detailed than you would. You could even tell them, hey, do do this in a format that's going to be 30,000 words, and then you finish it off from there. Or you run through any of the co-authoring aspects that I've already talked about, work it like a co-author, but as a single entity writing the book, and then just flesh it out to the capability of what you want in the end. One of the nice things, though, is that if you have the cash to pay a ghostwriter upfront, it will help you to manage your backlist and it will be worthy of consideration because now you're able to continue forward, maybe taking those breathers and those breaks while your co-author slash ghostwriter is working on the book before you get it. When you hire them, you can go ahead and dictate the story. You can tell them what to write, how many words to write, who the characters are. If you want to give them your whole outline and details, you go ahead and do that. And then you can Depending on how their writing capabilities are, you can either leave the book as it is when they bring it to you, or you can make your tweaks, put your own spin on it, and then send it off to editing and publication. Now remember, the creative process of writing a co-authored book or series isn't really the end of it. There's a lot of other things to take into consideration, just as you would if you were writing the book solo. You'll need to agree on things like covers, what platforms to publish on, when to publish, not to mention ads and marketing, all the financial splits. While there are plenty of bonuses to collaborations through co-authoring and or hiring a ghostwriter, there are truly a lot of potential hangups. So I do want you to be thinking about those and be sure to give everything careful consideration before diving straight in. Deal? Okay, good. (laughs) Well, I can say that it is on my radar for 2021 or at least going forward. And if you are the same, let me know. Drop me a line at Author Revolution's Facebook page or in our Author Revolution Facebook group and let me know what your thoughts are on collaborating. All right, guys, that wraps up this week's talk on collaborations in light of rapid releasing. I hope it's given you some food for thought about whether or not you want to take on a co-author or a ghostwriter in the coming year or two. Join me again next week when we talk about finding our ideal readers. They are the alicorn of the author world, my friend, but we will hunt them down together. Don't forget that you can always head over to the show notes at authorrevolution.org forward slash 27 to get more information on what it is we've talked about today. Also, this is the final week of being able to get in on the beta test of Rapid Release Roadmap for just $97. After May 1st, which is Friday, the deal goes away and will be gone until the next time I launch but never at that price. So it'll be a higher price when it comes back online. I do cover all sorts of things from our rapid release strategies to yes, even co-authoring and ghostwriting, but so much more. One final thought. I want to express to you how truly grateful I am that you have been joining me on this journey. Author Revolution LLC has been around officially since January 2019, but I've been teaching and helping authors grow and expand since 2010. It is truly a gift to be able to not only write my stories, but to help you with writing yours. So thank you. Thank you very much for being here today. All right, guys, until next time, go forth and be awesome. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. 
The Author Revolution podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.